Welcome to the Hope for Healing, Faith for Living podcast. This podcast is designed to help you grow in faith and walk in the promises of God's Word. Now, let's join today's episode with our host, Tim Dumas. Hello and welcome to today's podcast. I'm Tim Dumas. Thank you for joining me. Today I want us to go back and look at the text that we've been on actually for the last several podcasts. And I want to remind you that this is a portion of Scripture talking about how to ask for wisdom. But it's actually a lesson on how to ask for anything that we need. And it's using wisdom, asking for wisdom, as an example. So let's again look at James chapter 1, beginning with verse 5. And from the English Standard Version, it reads, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given him. But let him ask in faith, with no doubting, for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. For that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Amen. So we have talked about how we are invited to come and ask our Heavenly Father for the things that we need. And that's just such a blessing to me when I think about that. I'm invited to come to him when I have any, I'm invited to come to him and ask. So l- let me just add something right here. Have you heard people say, well, if God wants me to have it, then I'll have it. Have y'all heard people say that? I have. How does that line up with what we are being taught by the word of God? It doesn't. No, if we have a lack or if we are in need, we are to come and ask. But it, it's when people are saying, if God wants me to have it, I'll just have it. That, that actually is going against Scripture. They, they are ignorant of what the Scripture teachings, teaches. The Scripture says, if we lack wisdom, ask. And again, it's not just about wisdom. It's about anything that we need that we see in the Word is His will for us to have. We are to ask for it. And we are to ask in faith. We are to believe Him for it. And how are we to ask in faith? Well, again, Romans ten seventeen says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So if we're, if we're going to ask in faith, then what we're asking for and how we are asking must be connected and lines up with the word. All right? So, again, it says there to ask with no doubting. And we talked about this last time. Doubting is a verb. It's something you do. It's not just a thought that you have. Let's look again at the text. We'll start with verse 6. But let him ask in faith with no doubting. Again, doubting is something that you're doing. It's not just a random thought that you have in your mind. With no doubting, for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. So it's telling us what a person who doubts is like. It's a person who's keep going back and forth. Verse 7, for that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Now, that's a pretty strong statement there. The person who is doubting is double-minded. He's unstable. And that person shouldn't even think that they're going to receive anything from God. Let's hear verse 8 from the Amplified Bible. It says, for being as he is a man of two minds, hesitating, dubious, Irresolute, he is unstable, unreliable, and uncertain about everything he thinks, feels, and decides. A man of two minds. Why? Because his mind is not focused. It's not only on one thing. 
That person, according to verse 7 again, shouldn't even think he should receive anything from God. So before we can believe God and expect to receive, we must determine to be singularly minded. means our mind must be focused on one thing. And what is that one thing? His word. I want to share with you uh, probably the best example I know, and it's Abraham. If you will remember, Abraham had a promise from God to have a son, him and his wife, Sarah. The problem was both of them had already reached old age. But what Abraham chose to do was not to consider the age of his body or his wife's body. Instead, he decided to be of one mind, not double-minded, but of one mind, and only consider the promises of God. He was singularly minded. Let's look at that. Romans chapter 4, verse 19. It says, Without being weakened in faith, he didn't consider his own body. Already having been worn out, he being about 100 years old, and the deadness of Sarah's womb, yet looking to the promise of God, he didn't waver through unbelief, but he grew strong through faith, giving glory to God. Amen. Now, I want to make it clear that Abraham didn't deny the age of his condition. The age or the condition of his body, I mean, or his wife's body. He didn't deny it. He was well aware of it. But what it says is he didn't consider it. See, this is a huge point that we need to understand. We are not to deny what we see in the natural. It's just that those things are not what we are to consider if they don't line up with God's word. When it doesn't line up with God's word, then we don't consider it. We consider what God's word says. It says he didn't consider it. It's not what his thoughts were on. He chose to have his mind on and only on what God's word said. Let's read it again. Romans four nineteen. Without being weakened in faith, he didn't consider his own body. Already having been worn out, he being about 100 years old and the deadness of Sarah's womb, yet looking to the promise of God. See, that's what he considered. He didn't consider how old he was. He didn't consider consider how old his wife was. What he focused on was the promise of God. And then he goes on to say he didn't waver through unbelief. Why? Because he wasn't considering uh, the evidence that he was too old to have a son. He didn't consider that. And because he didn't consider that, he wasn't going back and forth. He wasn't wavering. He wasn't double-minded. He wasn't unstable. No, the Bible says he actually grew strong through faith, giving glory to God. See, here's the point that we need to understand. Doubting is something that you do. It's because you are considering not just God's word, but you're also considering what you see in the natural, especially if it doesn't line up with God's word. Again, we're not to deny it but we're not to consider it. That's a big difference. It's not what we keep our thoughts on. It's not what we keep our minds on. It's not what we keep meditating on, the natural things. No, we focus on what God's Word says. Doubting is considering other things that contradict the Word of God. Doubting is when you start trying to decide whether or not God's promises are true when there's evidence in the natural to the contrary. See, that's not, that's not honoring God. Because really what we're doing is, is, God, I know what your promise says, but look at, look at the circumstances I'm in. I know what your promise says, God, but look at the condition I'm in. That doesn't honor God. Again, I'm not saying we are to deny the things that are happening in the natural. If we're sick, we're not to deny we are sick. 
Let me give an example. Like if you got um, issues with your heart and you got a, a temperature of 105, don't go out shoveling in the snow. Okay? That's not faith. That's being stupid. But if you get a heart condition and you do have a temperature, the promise is that he is your healer. That's what you're looking at. You're not looking or taking into consideration the condition of your body, and that is formulating what you believe will happen in the future or, or the outcome of your situation. No, what we believe the outcome of our situation will be is based on God's word. Okay? So it's not to deny our present circumstance, but what it is, is decided not to focus on the present circumstance, but to focus on God's promise for what we believe will come to pass in our life. This is how we move forward in faith. This is how we move forward in receiving from God. This is how Abraham didn't waver, but he grew strong because the Bible says he considered the promise, not the condition of his body. This is how we become singularly minded. This is how we receive from God. We can come to him asking in faith. Why? Because we've seen his word, what his will is for us. And then we've seen his word, how we are to ask. So what we are asking for and how we are asking is to be connected and lined up with the word of God. And then we are to stay focused on his word, focused on his promise. That's how we are singularly minded, not double-minded, but of one mind. And our mind is on his word and his goodness and his faithfulness. We can grow. We can learn what to ask for and how to ask. And we can be successful in receiving from our Heavenly Father, knowing that he invites us to come and ask for our needs. I'm so glad we serve a good God. My name again is Tim Dumas. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. These podcasts, again, come out on, come out on Tuesdays and Fridays. And uh, if you want to send to me, send me your prayer requests, I'll join with you in prayer, but include at least two or three scriptures of why what you're praying for, you know, is God's will for you. And I'll join in with you. My email is Tim Dumas, an O and a K at gmail.com. And it's in the show notes as well. Again, thank you for listening. God bless. Bye-bye.